chilies. As usual, I hope you're having a wonderful week. I'm having a pretty good week. I just did a show at Punchline. Shout out Punchline. It was really fun. Uh, the crowd was very nice, polite, I would say. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. And we're rolling into the long weekend. So I hope you all have some fun, cool plans. Whatever you're into, if it's indoor, outdoor activities, I hope you're at least doing something fun this weekend. Um, but other than that, we have an extra special episode because you have not one but two guests to listen to. Uh, they are super interesting. There are a bunch of short stories that I think you're really going to enjoy. Um, so let's get into it with our guests, Damaris and Ron Doobie. Real chills with Meg Gats. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I'm super excited for this week because we have two guests. We have Damaris and Ron Doobie. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. Excited you could be on the show. This is going to be so much fun. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. Ron, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> no, I'm just I messing with you. I'm sorry. A lot more. <laughs> he has to find a way to get a word in edgewise sometimes, I'll admit. <laughs> That's okay. Not a problem. So to start the show, we always ask the same question. And that's when it comes to the paranormal, where do you see yourself? Are you more of a true believer or are you more skeptical? So I'm definitely a true believer. Yeah. <laughs> with the experiences and the things I've seen or heard, mm-hmm. it's just unexplained. I was like, there's no valid. There are things that you can't, that the paranormal in these instances, you can't recreate it or try to debunk it. Right, right. That makes sense. So it's more logical. Like you have kind of walked through the steps of like what it could be, but there's some things that are just truly unexplained. Yes. And I, I definitely, for me personally, I watched a lot of ghost hunters growing oh, up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love it. So I was like, okay, it's not like a vent thing or um, a draft thing, sort of like depending on what it was. Right. right. That makes perfect sense. Uh, what about you, Ron? Uh, at first, I was I was very skeptical. I was not into the paranormal at all. I thought it was mostly just a way for, like, I guess you could say, sly people to make money. Right. Uh, about mm-hmm. that, but um, yeah, I actually had an experience where I actually uh, changed, and um, yeah, I became a real believer. That's amazing. That's that's incredible. Um, and I do think that just because, so I think there's both. Um, I say it a lot on the podcast where I do think there are people, and I think this is for anything where there are disingenuous people in the paranormal community that, um, maybe even like just exaggerate the experiences they had or don't kind of do the follow through. Um, But I also think, especially after doing this podcast, there are plenty of people who've had their minds changed or like have had an experience that really is just like, like we said, unexplainable. It's pretty cool. Well, I grew up like my mom was not a fan of like ghost movies or like things like The Exorcist or things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was actually raised to be actually for me personally, I was very afraid of the idea of ghosts because 
I thought it was always a demon. Right. Yeah. I didn't think it would be like a, a friendly ghost. I didn't know there was such thing as Casper, the friendly type ghost. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up Catholic. So I had the same thing where um, the only paranormal stuff we believed in was like angels and demons. And I hated it. <laughs> the thought like, of demons are so there. scary. Yes. <laughs> I have yet to come across one, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same knock on wood I have not <laughs> I'll keep it that way yeah <laughs> awesome um okay um so do you since I uh booked the street for you Damaris do you want to start with your paranormal story sure I I have a couple they're very short that's okay I was I happened to wake up one night and my I was a kid my childhood home and I woke up and this is not explained so my backyard my the window it happened at the curtain was drawn it was a thick you can't see out of it and there's no way a light would have been able to come in and I saw this light coming if I'm correct it was coming down from the ceiling and it was bright and I was like what I I didn't know what to make of it but I I did I wasn't about to get my glasses on I just like, I was so freaked out. I hid under the blanket <laughs> until I knew it was, I peeked out and it was still there. And I was like, I don't know what this is. And I'm not saying anything because I, I'm by myself. No one's going to believe right. anything. I heard, I've heard knocking in my house on the wooden doors. I have smelt cigarette smoke in my house and I've actually blamed my husband for it. <laughs> Uh, classic ghost getting the husband in trouble <laughs> we realized so the only person who was ever in my house that used to smoke was my grandfather and he died in the 80s and I never met him um I heard a horse in my kitchen once I'm not entirely sure how that ended up in my house <laughs> so this house it's like a family house you've had it for a couple generations yes but I don't think it's just the house that's haunted it's the land around it oh okay I got this photo I was just messing around taking photos with my digital camera on flash and I got this photo of a army guy from like the civil war and I could see his outline with the mustache the buttons going down his front coat so it's it's very if you know what you're looking for you can see him do you still have that picture I do yes oh I would love (laughs) I'll post that with the the show promo that's so that's like the dream is to get anything close to that on on camera it seemed it's so challenging um did you know when you were taking the picture that something was off or were you just no I was just taking pictures because I know orbs are known to show up in photos and Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. so looking at the photo some people think it's just blended in with my I'm a Harry Potter fan um (laughs) a big one so they think it's just blended in with the posters but if you know what you're looking for it's not it's a gentleman looking down and he's cut you he he doesn't go below the waist oh 
don't love that. <laughs> that's so oh, no, scary. That's, that's just where the image cuts off. Right, right. So it's like he's floating there, but it's like, okay, that's some serious ghost stuff. So that definitely even more enhanced my belief. Were there any battles near your house or the land? So I don't know 100%, but I do know. So some history. I live on a road called Grant Hill Road. Several houses down from me. The land, the house is, the original house was, had burnt down. But Ulysses S. Grant's grandparents used to live on this road, which is why it's called Grant Hill Road. Right. Um, I know from the town's history, we've had Civil War people pass through and things like that. So there is a lot of history in this town. Wow. That's so, so it wouldn't surprise me if some Civil War uh, regiments passed by. That's so interesting because it sounds your house sounds so active. And for the the first story you told, so this was in your room. You saw like was it like the full window was illuminated with light, or was it more of like a beam of light? It was like a beam of light, but it was moving, and it was just what's it called constricted, I guess, to just like a circle or a sphere. But it was very bright. I'm like trying to think of it because like no matter what it's nothing good you know like even if it's a human like who's shining their light but because I, I haven't really heard of like ghosts I've heard of like aliens doing light stuff not to freak you out but not oh, yeah. so much. I, I, I don't know it could have been an ain't I'd like to think it was an angel if it was something um our oh. behind the house is a land trust mm-hmm. So it's all wooded back there. Mm-hmm. And the other day, my son, he's, he's four or going to be four. He has these binoculars and he was just looking in the woods and he pointed, daddy, look, ghosts. It's like, um, <gasps> well, we can't see them, but we're going to take the word for it because it be the first time. <laughs> oh man that would freak me out (laughs) my husband as you'll find out he's very attuned to this stuff as well but one more story I was I was at his house one night his dog had passed away maybe just the year prior and I could hear his dog upstairs in the kitchen with the the uh, dog tags and stuff and his feet it would click on the wood floors And I heard the cage, the dog go in the cage. All of that was taken down. There was no dog in the house, no pets. And I'm like, I hear your dog, Skippy. Skippy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Oh my gosh. I wonder about that. Because there's like a couple different hauntings and some are believed to be like the actual spirits versus like some are like energy that's imprinted. Yeah, so I'm like wondering if there's just like energy, like the, like a different energy at your house or on the land that your house is on. It that has would... to be a mix. Yeah, yeah. And then some of it 
some of the spirits are actually from my husband's side because our son has seen his grandparents on my mother-in-law's side. And one grandmother, the one grandmother on his dad's side as well. Wow. So um, your son would just mention seeing, like, what are those stories? How, how did you? starts babbling and we're like who are you talking to and he'll be like oh poppy <laughs> or gina <laughs> oh, it was, he said tina and i'm like i looked at my husband i was like tina that that was your grandmother's nickname right tina. he's like yeah <laughs> is he still seeing them now or is this when he was oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh my gosh it was like a week or two ago not even Oh my gosh. That's so nice though that they're like visiting him. That's like actually really sweet. Oh yeah, we love it because we're like they we feel bad. Well, not bad, but it stinks cuz like we would have loved for them to meet. Right, right. But fortunately, I mean hypothetically they can't, but apparently they have. Yeah, I that's the other thing obviously like a lot of like paranormal like facts or what people believe like we we don't have a lot of like set in stone facts but like ghost ghost travel is always so interesting to me because like some people believe like you're stuck in a house when you die or others believe you can like get stuck onto an object and then just go wherever the object goes but I've heard so many stories where they're able to show up places (laughs) and I'm like how does this like I can't even fathom how that works how they can just come visit people it's really interesting I've always wondered too. I know my my great aunt and uncle on my grandfather's side. After one of my uncles passed away, his wife kept saying that he was in the house because he she would hear him go up and down the stairs, mm-hmm. or the bed would shift if she was laying in bed, and it would be she knew it would be him. Oh, that would freak me out. <laughs> that's another. That's like a scary. I think if you weren't, ex- if you say you didn't know who it was, but if you had a general idea, oh, I know exactly who that is. This person just passed recently. So it could make sense. <laughs> that does, does like a lot of your family see paranormal things? Is it like something maybe that's in your family? That Not, you no, these are very sporadic. I've had like one family member and it was a great aunt in the mountains of North Carolina who was known as a, as an Appalachian, as they call it, Appalachian witch who said she was able to see spirits and she was basically doing holistic medicine, but also could see spirits. That's so cool. I, I did like a YouTube, like deep dive on the Appalachian people and their witches. It's a really, it's really cool. I mean, the air, it's maybe not, <laughs> area is, can be kind of like rough around the edges, but that's really fascinating. So there is a little bit, it's also interesting because I, like, I wonder if your son is going to continue to have these gifts as he gets older I or if it's just like does. a kid thing. Sorry. I hope he does. I hope it's not a kid thing because if I'm able to pick it up, even today, sometimes I'll feel like someone's watching me. Wow. I can't see them, but it's like, I'll, I'll just feel like sometimes I'll bring something to my husband at his job and I will feel like a bunch of people are watching me, 
but there's no one there. Ooh, that's spooky. But he works. He no, works. What? Well, well, no, he yeah. he works at a, a nursing home facility and such. Oh, like okay. Yeah. So like, old people have died and mm-hmm. all that fun jazz. But it's like some one time I was just walking. I just felt even just from the door to the my car in the parking lot. I felt like I was being watched, but there was no one there. Yeah, I feel like nursing homes have an energy to them, no matter how hard, like, it could be a great nursing home, like, where everything is fine, and there's still just, like, there's a lot of energy there. There's a lot of emotions, um, oh, even yeah. with the living people, so I could totally see that. It's, it's like, an interesting experience, so, I mean, I feel like working there, you probably, def- like, definitely have more like paranormal experience and he has had store he has some stories from work and uh his poppy's house even so if you want to share those yeah let's get into them yeah if you're ready um i think what actually totally shifted me it was my i was at the nursing home for gosh maybe 10 years and um it was me this one aide um and we all called her ma for short because she was like everyone's um mother's age so we just called her ma for short and um some new aide who showed up um who was um an oriental was her first night there and we're all at around one nurse's station and we're just charting and chit-chatting and we saw something maybe about seven feet real shiny go from one room to the other room across the hall so we didn't get a good look at it. So we all go running, trying to think it's a patient that's like wandering around who shouldn't be. <laughs> right. You know, what have you. We went to the rooms and we even looked under the beds, even though no one in either one of those rooms is able to walk. But we looked under the beds anyways, uh, in the closets, in the bath. No, no patients. They were all asleep. The three patients who were in those two rooms were sleeping and one empty bed. Oh, no. And the Orient actually left that night and never came back. <gasps> That's so <Yes>. scary. <laughs> and now the aide we call Ma, she's from Jamaica, and she she started speaking um, the Jamaican language with a whole bunch uh, for prayers because she was scared to death. Wow. I felt so bad so- for her. Relax. Sit down, have a glass of water, breathe blink <laughs> right because she was basically like holding her breath and her eyes were wide open and she wasn't blinking i'm like come on i gotta blink <laughs> so what was it it was you think it was the the one person who had passed in the room we we think well the thing is no one recently passed in that room and me i was still skeptic at the at that moment so i brought my card by the door and around the rooms to see if I could recreate what we saw and we couldn't we couldn't wow and then we were going down the hall one more time we look up at the ceiling there's some holes in the ceiling and it was actually a light coming down and then it disappeared so yeah we we just and on the wing I work on now there's a spirit of a little boy well is the nursing home has it been around for a long time? Is it it's like been a, around since 55? Wow. Okay. That's 
A little boy, though. That's kind of interesting. How do you know it's a little boy? Uh, well, first, my patients saw it, like the patients who were what? on their way out. That would freak me out. So Wait, and so they told you about a little boy they saw like running a around? A little boy right there. Can't you see him? And I'm like, no, I don't see a little boy, but I'll take your word on it. Mm-hmm. And um, one day, a patient asked me, can you take care of the little boy? Said, so, all right, let me get you in the bed. Mate. You're just overtired. I closed the door, and there's, and there's a little boy standing there looking at me. <gasps> you saw him? Oh, yeah, he saw me too. What did he look like? Oh, actually, I can. His um, skin was like kind of like a greenish color, but like a pale green, well, like a pale light green, but his cl- shirt was white. Um, and he had like. Um, black shorts with black suspenders i remember this i remember that because the contrast on on them wow i'm so jealous sounds like you have a gift (laughs) and he just he just looked at me he actually and he looked very dirty too but um his composure softened and they disappeared in front of your eyes he just went away okay i'll 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 be right back so i walk out the door said hey go take care of your lady i can't go in that room yeah yeah ever again like, why not i said i'm, I'm not gonna tell you until you can, until you put her in bed then i'll tell you because <laughs> if, if, if i told her she probably would have quit that night yeah you deal with it yeah that's wow it's so interesting too because it doesn't sound like he was being menacing but i feel like we all have the same reaction which is like it's me like i want to see a ghost but the second i do i don't want to see them anymore i'm like all right that's enough thank you yeah i've uh, seen a few I've I've seen a few. Um wow. like I'm a grandfather's house, what we call Poppy. He um was recovering at my facility. So I was staying in his house and spending the night. So it looked like someone was still living there. Mm-hmm. And the first night, you know, I unpacked my stuff and I lay down in bed. And next thing I know, I hear footsteps upstairs. So I was like, oh great. So I get up and grab my flashlight. What well, looks like a pistol. And I started walking around the f- upstairs, checking the windows, downstairs, checking the windows, nothing. There was no one there. Everything was locked. I was like, all right, I'm just, you know, this is an old house. So I'm just freaking myself out. So I laid, you know, because my mother and grandfather would tell me, they go, well, it's an old house. You're going to hear things. Right. So I was like, all right, whatever. So. I go back into the bedroom and now I'm hearing walking on the first floor. In his dining room, he had this very distinct old tile. So I'm walking around. Next thing you know, I hear walking. So I get up and look and again, no one there. So I was like, all right, um, this is a little more than just uh, my imagination. I'm, so I went and I closed the door, laid back down. And the door opened. <gasps> oh no! So I get out of bed and I close it and miss, uh, make sure I splash. I'm like, all right, I didn't lash the door. You know, I was still trying to mm-hmm. think about what it is. And next thing I know, I hear the door, I hear the knob turn and the door open. Oh my gosh! Hey, I'm Danny. I'm John. We host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers? That's an us thing, I think. Yeah. (laughs) If that's something that you think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. 
we think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a, a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. I was like, I am not going to sleep tonight. So right, no. Yes. Yeah. As soon as the sun rose, I was out. Yeah. Did you, and you stayed awake the whole night? Just like oh, yeah, I was awake the whole night, and then I when I was leaving, I pulled I we my family we always left past you know we would pass the house when we left. Mm-hmm. And I remember I looked over at the house, and the bottom window where the stairs are, where my grandmother would always stand, was my grandmother who's been dead since ninety five, looking at looking at waving at me. Oh my goodness. Is, and this is what made you believe this experience or the nursing homes. These are really intense. The nursing home was was my was the crossing over point. Um, mm. But this this was just like the icing on the damn cake. So was it was like, your grandma just messing with you, huh? So it was your grandma the whole time just messing yeah. with you. <laughs> you know, and we I've seen I've heard and seen things in the woods behind us. It's, you know, no one can build back there, so it's been primarily untouched for ever right you know and it's just yeah it's just a lot that is so most people can't say they've seen like a like a full apparition like and you've seen two at least that's yeah i've seen we've seen quite a few um collectively we've seen we saw one together in the woods really Oh, I remember. You don't remember? No, I don't well, I remember. Do. Because you were scared to get out of my car. I had to drive the car to the back door. <laughs> what <laughs> happened there? I'm glad because, I don't. Yeah, I do like, this with my boyfriend, too. I'm like, no, <laughs> I wasn't scared. Anyway, sorry. Maybe she, no, she was. Uh, we saw something black in the woods, a figure of a person. And That's we don't know ominous. who it was. That's just so ominous. Like, I, like I feel like with the lights and the person, I'd be like, "All right, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> That's it for me." <laughs> I think it was, was it the the moon was pretty bright that night, so yeah. we were. If it's bright enough, we can generally see the tree shadows, things like that. Um, God forbid, there's an actual coyote or something back there that's closer than what they should be we'd be able to make that out but uh wow. i vaguely remember now i i put it back in my memory because <laughs> yeah that's so scary yeah i can't like normally i try to figure out like is it the person is it the? it feels like both for you for you guys where um the locations are like set in like a place where there's a lot of history or there's a lot of nature i feel like nature is there like any water by your house too a lot like a lot of times there's like a pond and like we have some streams that aren't real close I'm like we have a pond across the hall across the hall yeah. across the street <laughs> yeah we have, so we have two pond two two of the neighbors have uh one pond each and if you go far enough into the woods under the land trust there is a nice river and like a small pond back there and a creek. So, yeah. So that's like, and again, like whenever I say a ghost fact, I'm like unconfirmed, not sure how, like, it's hard to prove, but there is like a really old belief that 
something about water, the energy, because like a lot of people believe ghosts are some form of energy, something about, you know, what, what's been shooting around in our brains is now just kind of free. Um, so, you know, interacting with water, that's the same reason why a lot of people believe ghosts come out at night is because the sun is down. So like, and this is another just, who knows, could be the sun's rays, like the whatever, doesn't interfere as much. So that's why it's like, why do ghosts come out at night? Because the sun is down. So it's just interesting how you're in a place. And then I also feel like you're both just kind of either in touch. It seems like you're not as closed off to the paranormal. Would you, well, Ron, you were, and then <laughs> the paranormal yeah, I was like that anymore. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then I got two quick ones um, that happened here at the house. Really? Yeah, okay. I've seen my, it has to be my grandfather. That man was about six feet at least. And I've walked past the living room and I've just seen a shadow of a tall, skinny dude. I'm like, <laughs> okay, thank you, grandpa. So Can we I would be careful with that, not to like scare. Whenever they're like shadowy, I'm like, are they trying to be <laughs> that's me being paranoid, I guess. But we we take precautions and we do smudge sage. Oh good pretty frequently just because it's like okay i'm fine with someone just passing by you know right um, but if you're negative you can get the heck out of my house yes yeah agreed it's like if you're if you're here passing through and you mean no harm i'm fine with that by all means but the moment you happen to have like the slightest bit of negative energy you can get out of my house. <laughs> right. That's, um, that's like, I, so I grew up in a, a haunted house. I'm actually home now. That's why you're, we're not on video either. <laughs> I'm like in like a whole different, but, um, uh, the ghosts or whatever here presence, they're like, co they coexist with us. Like, it's not mean or bad. I've had experiences, but I've never felt threatened. My mom is very careful. Like, she's like, no Ouija boards, no talking to him you know what i mean she's like leave him alone and then ouija boards was definitely the biggest like i grew up my mom had me grow up to be deadly scared of them yeah right so i'm like <laughs> if i see them in the store i go to the other side i'm like nope i ain't touching that yeah it's hard it's like because there's no way it's so like it seems so innocent but there's no way to know what you're calling like it'd be fun to call like a ghost or a relative or something but you can't guarantee it and there's so many things it seems on the other side that want to trick you so like it's just not worth the risk honestly and i've seen enough i think it was called haunted or haunting where you people would move into these seemingly nice houses it'd be like that dream home and then they get a good look and they find some satanic Ugh stuff drawn in on the wood floors or something where or they just have all these bad vibes from like previous owners and stuff and it's just like it come to find out some of the times it was because someone pulled out a ouija board right and they yeah. open something and they can't close it right that's the other thing you kind of open a door that you don't know how to close it's so scary <laughs> And sometimes there, if you look online there, I think there's this one house, it's like the hell house or something. Uh, it's like shaped like a cross, but it's like upside down. 
Whoa. And you definitely would have to research it. I forget how I found out about it, but it was just all these, that house, I don't think anyone lives there anymore. It's just a ball of negative energy and you don't want to go, you just don't want to go near it or I'll look at it. I've heard of houses and I find this so interesting where they're kind of like portals, like where people have said, it's just everything. They yep. like, they go through every experience and it's just, it could be, and it could be a lot of things. It could be a Ouija board. Again, it could be where you are. There's like these series with ley lines where like certain, um, like where there's caves and stuff. If you're near like a cave, it, I always feel, I feel like it kind of like, I know this is a paranormal podcast, but I, I try to stay in reality as much as possible, but these are all just like theories. You know what I mean? So like ley lines um, where you can be in just a, a highly active for everything. Um, and it's, pretty intense but i would i'd probably go once honestly to see it i'd go i'd go i wouldn't live there but i'd want to check it out i found the name so it's called willow's weep willow's Um, weep okay it's called the most evil house in america located in indiana wow um supposedly the and i've seen it because they did like interviews where they interviewed the owners who they ended up buying the house, but they haven't done anything with it. And just looking at it on TV, it gives a hundred percent creep factor. And the house, it has, like I said, the floor plan that looks similar to that of an upside down cross. See, it's like so. It's it's built to look like like an upside down cross. Let me look. I'm trying to. So oh, that's. Oh, I see it. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it was built, rumored, supposedly like the 1890s. But it's definitely made a name for her, itself. Yeah. So when you say it's built like an upside down, I'm just explaining for people who haven't oh, yeah, already totally. Googled it. Um, it's kind of like the layout. Like if you're looking at it from an aerial view. Like, because when you first said it, I was picturing some sort of structure that was like up in the air. And I was like, how did they do that? So that's because I'm dumb. But um, it's, when you're looking at it from an aerial view, it does look like an upside down cross. It says it was created with the intention to attract evil spirits, which is like, why? And then why leave? I have so many questions. I might do like a mini episode. I'm <laughs> just like, I have so many questions. Like, what, what was, who built it? And why were they trying to attract evil spirits? And why did they leave it? <laughs> you know? It's so spooky. Well, you have some people who, I don't know, they're just, I don't want to say born bad, but they're definitely could have some evil in them. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering if it was, if they're evil or if they were trying to like fight it, like they're like calling it to get rid of it. Either way, that's another thing. I don't, I don't want to seek vindictive <laughs> You know, there's some people like uh, Ghost Adventures gets a lot of crap because they like kind of antagonize the spirits of whatever house or place that they're in. And that's just not my that's not my vibe. I'm not trying to antagonize anybody. <laughs> no, it's dead, like, I honestly. just want to be like, hey, if you're here and friendly, let me know. Um, just so that I know you're in my house. So I know who I'm sharing my house with. 
Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting is um, I did, I just had like an aura photo taken and I had these little orbs and um, the person reading, it was like, oh, those are some people from your past. They're whoever you think they are, which I thought was really interesting. And I feel like it's the same when, like how you're saying, you know, it's your grandpa, like um, it's that they're telling us intuitive right. um, gut feeling type thing where if you think it's this, there's that 95% chance that you're right. It That's probably it. is. Yeah. We talk about intuition a lot on the show too, because I'm still learning to trust it. I feel like, you know, when you want to be again, realistic, it's hard. It's a fine line of like, Am I just talking to myself right now or is this something that's happening? No, <laughs> you know? I get that a lot. Like, oh gosh, I've I've said some stuff to my husband and then later it's like, oh yeah, I said that was going to happen or I I said that and it's just sometimes I say things I don't really think about what I'm saying, but it's just like that foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that just happened. <laughs> Okay. it's so funny when that I'm trying to start like taking down when things like that happen because like the more you realize that it does the more you trust yourself in the future and another good I think personally is when you in to tune yourself into that spiritual side of you you can pick up more from the other side and you're more sure of yourself too yeah yeah and I do think like we are, I mean, we're, we're human and we have consciousness, but we are also part of nature. And I feel like it, like opening yourself up to that, like the natural side and, and spirits is yeah part of it. Like it's, it's, I think with consciousness and like becoming, you know, a civilized society, we kind of let go of the natural part of our brains. So it's good to open it back up and, and be willing to do so. Oh yeah. And I'm always like, I've read stories about how your mind is more powerful than what you're allowing it to be. So you're, it's like you're using your brain or your mind at half capacity. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's like when science people tell me things sometimes I'm like, that is, that hurt me to think about. <laughs> like, I don't understand how that works, but it's very fascinating that there's so much um so we're so capable it's the same thing as i i don't know oh we were just talking about this on the last podcast how um we don't use our full muscles either like your brain your nervous system stops you before you hurt yourself but yeah. like when you're possessed or say you're in a, like a danger the adrenaline situation you can sometimes access more of your muscles and become a lot stronger and it's just so interesting how our bodies have all of these checks and balances to protect us and they probably have that for the spiritual world too and we just don't really like our muscles and like our brains we just don't realize it so. it's interesting you bring that up because it reminded me of this time I was I had been like kindergarten I was on my first bike um two wheels no training wheels and I was just going down my driveway and my friends over and her mom was standing right in front of my path so rather than hit my friend's mom with the bike <laughs> now that was when we only had the front bake pad so I'm, I'm dating myself here we're talking like late <laughs> 90s um 
I slammed on my brakes. I went flying over the handlebars. And mind you, my driveway is all pavement. Oh, man. I don't know. I only ended up with like maybe a scratch or two on my hands and my stomach, but no broken bones. That's incredible. Yeah. That's how does that happen? And I feel like I should have broken something or at least done more damage. I just walked off shaken and I just was like, I could use a Band-Aid, but you know, it's not that. (laughs) Dang, like a boss. You're just like, that was nothing. Let me get back. And I was, it never really occurred to me up until I thought about more and more. It's like, could that have been my body just going into hyperdrive or something like that or could that have been a spirit of a family member who's like no you're gonna kill yourself that will protect you yeah. yeah that was that made me think my little brother was in a motorcycle accident he's a doofus he he likes motorcycles and cars too much if you ask me but um he he wasn't wearing a helmet and he flew really far I think at least like a football field length they said oh wow but somehow so it was a paved road but somehow instead of falling forward onto the pavement where he might have hit his head would have had at least he had pretty bad damage but it would have been so he landed weirdly off to the side in like a nice like soft like I mean, he got hurt he like um like something with his lung had to be reinflated he broke his nose like he wasn't perfect but considering the the extent of the crash and the fact alone that he wasn't wearing a helmet I'm pretty certain someone is there helping him. <laughs> you know what I mean like it's just it's unexplainable how he was able to walk away from that accident there- definitely a lot of instances like that and one reminds me of uh not a close friend but like an acquaintance I have um of a mutual friend he in December got into this car accident where because this person on that he was on the highway and this person it was dark it was like nine ten o'clock they didn't have their the other people didn't have their lights on. Oh man! So they didn't see the car, and they ended up in an accident. And the front end of his car was just smashed up, and all these other things. Um, and he he walked away with a couple of bruises. When in reality, he he should have died or ended up critically injured. It really is. Yeah, it's unexplainable like it but pretty awesome pretty cool like it's that's the other thing with the paranormal is like I like to there's stuff where it's like maybe this is real or maybe it's not but I personally like to think that it's real. like personally I like the idea of a loved one or a spirit or something protecting us you know like, so I'm gonna believe it <laughs> when you have enough stuff right in front of you showing proof that a, it could have turned out way worse than it was. And you have someone who just walks away with scrapes. 
then there's definitely a higher power or spirits looking over us that's without doubt. So cool. Oh, so scary though, too, when those things happen. Oh, yeah. I know. Let's see. I don't know any. Do you have any other? Like stories? Yeah, anything well, that I got the two here. Yeah, I'll... there were two more. <laughs> what were yep. those? Oh were... yeah, my man. Yeah, I was at doing the dishes at the sink. And directly behind you is the basement, is the uh, stairs to the basement. And you know, I've had my back to that multiple times doing, you know, and I'm just washing some dishes and all that. And I heard my grandmother's voice, she's been dead since 09, mind you. And I heard her voice come from the basement saying, Ronnie, come here. Wow. And I closed the door and walked away. I'm like, <laughs> you didn't go. You didn't go. No, I was like, like, nope, not, I'm not playing. <laughs> Is this the same grandma who was bothering you in the house? Or the, a different one? That one was his. My dad's mom. Yeah. Okay. That's so funny. Which it's interesting because it could have not been her. <laughs> you know? Well, it's funny because we're. You know, we're not the same. You know, I'm white, she's not. And um hence my Indian jokes. Hence the Indian <laughs> jokes. And um we had a medium here saying that she was standing in the living room with a whip. <gasps> what and, okay. You waited until the, the end of the show to bring up you had a medium at your house. <laughs> and she uh, so and it was funny because she's she was a little on the racist side back then. Oh no. A little. I'm trying to be nice here on on the air, but um. Oh my gosh! But the other one was that my son was have. We were in again in the kitchen. I, I swear that's where I am ninety percent of the time. We're in the kitchen. And he's looking in the living room, talking and you know laughing and everything. And I look over. I said, Jonathan, who are you talking to? And he looked at me and then he looks back in the living room. And goes, huh? He looks back and goes, Poppy. Oh. Oh wow! What like, do you do in those scenarios? I didn't know how to react. I mean, because it's because I know it's not fake. I know that he actually because who's going to come up with the name Poppy? Yeah, when your yeah. Vocabulary, when your vocabulary is limited and Poppy's not in your vocabulary yet. Yeah, it was just so unreal. I just kind of froze for a second. Mm-hmm. And if I if I witness him just talking or saying something like that, what I'll do is you have a lot of parents who they don't want to admit that their child can talk to past relatives and they just want to shoot them down. But I'm like, no, we're not going to do that in this house because we both believe. So why shouldn't our son? That's amazing. And maybe he'll keep his gift because that's like the big belief is that um, a lot of kids can see spirits are connected to the paranormal world but the as they get older they're told that it's not real or that it's not true and what they're seeing isn't anything supernatural and then they lose the ability and then they reality, close that door so much out there that i might not see and he might see it i don't want to tell him he's not seeing it when in reality he could very well be seeing it i just don't see it right yeah and it's yeah, you you see what you see and you let me know and I'll tell you that I don't see it, but I'll be like, that's awesome. 
are they nice? Are they good? Yeah, that's the thing. It's as long as they're being friendly and nice. <laughs> and that's, that's our big thing. It's like I and I've told my son, it's like, as long as you you want to talk to someone that mommy can't see, as long as they're friendly and nice, that's all that matters. Wow, yeah. One of my old neighbors thought that I came from like a past life or something. Um, what? I was, I was gosh younger than six and i was playing with my army men in the ki- in the living room floor and my dad says what are you doing i said oh it's, this is us and this army over here is charlie he goes who's charlie I, said, I don't know but i gotta kill him <gasps> now my dad was like okay that's weird so <laughs> he was talking to his na- to our neighbor about it who was in the war of uh, vietnam war now i'll never forget this he goes yeah, can you come see, um, can you come over here real quick? I want you to see something. So he goes, okay, sure. So comes over and he goes, ask Ronnie what he's doing. It's like, all right. So he crouches down. He goes, hey, Ronnie, what are you doing? I said, oh, well, this is us and this is Charlie. We're supposed to kill him. So he goes, okay. So <laughs> he pulled my dad away. He goes, have you seen anything about the Vietnam War? And he goes, no. And he goes, was there anything in school them talking about the Vietnam War or something? And he goes, no, he's in kindergarten, for goodness sakes. Right. And uh, my mom's like, no. She goes, we don't want him to be exposed to that yet. Right. He goes, well, maybe he had a past life because he's talking about Charlie, which he has no, no knowledge of. Right. And you don't remember that now. That was just back then. I remember it from hearsay. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't, I was a kid doing this. I don't remember doing it myself, but I remember hearing the story. That's so incredible. I think past life stuff is really interesting too. When my mom went to New Orleans, she just knew where stuff was. She had never been there and she just had an idea of the city. It was very weird. So we're like convinced that it had to be like well, thing New, or New Orleans is full of energy, so you could might be yeah. you might plug into the right energy that to, that gives you the idea of where certain things are. That's true. Maybe someone was because, maybe a spirit or something. Because I had a friend who had never been to Louisiana before, but he drove to Louisiana and got into he didn't know where the bayou was, but he found it because he said I just knew where it was. That's and so he. And instead of being a tourist who got lost in the bayou, he went up and down these rows as if he knew exactly where he, even the locals were confused. <laughs> They're like, you've uh, never been here. You never did. You never drove an airboat, but yet you know where to go. I definitely believe in past lives too. Like our son, he's, he hates car washes. Uh, he's okay with like, he doesn't like water in his face. So I think there's something, and it could just be a sensory thing too with kids. Um, But the way he acts sometimes, like something with water, possibly in a past life. Myself, I've never liked snakes. I absolutely hate snakes. I don't know if it's me or if it's something in a past life that I'm picked up and I bought into this life. Yeah, that's so interesting. 
And it's like different places. You know how some people, they always have that one place they really, really want to go to or they Mm -hmm. have that fascination with. Mm -hmm. For me, it's England. I've been there twice, but there's something about England. I just love it. And it's not just for Harry Potter. It was even before Harry Potter even became a thing. That's so interesting. I've always was drawn to Europe or England. And they do have a lot of snakes, right? They do. Like, I'm not joking. They, they, I know Ireland did, right? Because that's the yeah. St. Patrick. Ireland, yep. Yeah. Ugh. I don't like snakes either, but I've not, <laughs> not to the point where it's like a thing. Um, has it been your whole life? Like, since you were like a, a baby, you just were like, no. Yeah, pretty much. I see a snake and I, as a kid, so my house is old. It was also built late 40s if my memory serves me correct um so we have a stone foundation Mm -hmm. so we have creatures mostly mice I'm fine with mice and little rodents like that but a moment my cat somehow finds a snake in our basement I lose my mind and I was Mm -hmm. like nope I'm climbing on the tallest Counter <laughs> share whatever I can get up on, and I'm not going anywhere near it. <laughs> yeah, there's probably something there for sure. I get it. That's and I've tried to get over that fear. I've gone to like the zoo as a kid, and they'd bring out the corn snakes, and I'd be like, I want to pet you, but I don't want to touch you. But and I'd pet it, but I'd still have like, no, this still gives me the heebie jeebies. <laughs> Oh man. There's no amount of therapy that's going to fix my freakiness of snakes. Yep. Just not in this lifetime. Nope. (laughs) Wow. That is, yeah. I believe, like, I do think it carries over. I, uh, part of me thinks that like a lot of it for a lot of kids, it goes away as you get older. Um, but there's been so many stories of people remembering or, or having like just information they should not have. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, it has something, it has to be, um, or like something like Ron, maybe you said like, maybe they're getting the information from some, like if someone else, but I don't know. It could, they could be too, just drawing it from a memory that they don't even know they have. Right. So crazy, but yeah, this was great. I think we're coming up on an hour, um, so I don't want to go. Usually, we'll go less than more. Um, but I really enjoyed this. Thank you guys for being on the show, and thank you for having us. Before I forget, I did email you the two photos. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'll check those out. And the way we always end the show is we um we do plugs. So where can our listeners find you or find you, Damaris? um so people can if they want uh I do have a Facebook I don't know if that's something people want to find me on and if they do send friend requests it'd be like just let me know like you're not just some rando who found me (laughs) on the podcast right right (laughs) Um, is that the best place for people to follow to follow you on Facebook Facebook I do have my Instagram at d under dash doobie d-u-b-e 18 um and then i have two other instagrams but they're all connected so if you're friends with the one you can 
find my other two Instagrams through that. One is my business. The other one is doobie.visual underscore arts. I have photos, paintings, uh, <coughs> uh, pictures I've taken of photography. Um, that's most of my art stuff. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So everybody check out Damaris and her art. Um, and as I always say this to um, guests that are fun, if you have any other experiences or if you ever want to come back on the show, definitely just let me know because this was so much fun. I really appreciate you coming on and telling your spooky stories. Oh, thank you for having us. Yeah, it was definitely fun. Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Chaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.